If you're still tuned to Radio Pulpit, your daily companion, thank you for staying tuned all the way from Gauteng to the Cape. We are simulcasting through the entire country this evening, and this is so, so awesome. If you are joining us right now, you can either um, listen to us on radio, on DSTV, on our streaming platforms, or go to Facebook right now, and you'll see this beautiful young man next to me, and I'm, I'm so, so, so excited just to say hello to him. This is absolutely God in action. Um <laughs> <laughs> we didn't plan this. This is the most spontaneous thing that happened to me, not just today, but in a while. But uh, <laughs> next to me is a guest. I'm going to say hello to him just now. Please just remember, you can now go to all of our social media platforms and you can go join the chat. We are live on Facebook right now. We are live on YouTube right now. And you can go join the chat. Send us a WhatsApp. The WhatsApp lines are open. 0826572729. Colony, Telegram, all of that is open in front of me. And you can join us right now. If you know me and you know the shows that I do on Radio Pulpit, you'll know that probably some of my most played songs on Radio Pulpit are the songs of the awesome group called Celebrate Africa. And um, I am so, so, so blessed this evening. <laughs> Guys, if you go check me out on Facebook, you'll see I think my <laughs> my smile is hooked around my ears. This is so cool. And he's now taking a photo of me. Anyway, Tommy, my brother... How are you, dude? <laughs> I'm doing well. Dan, Dan's just asking where he can listen. I just told him. Why don't you tell Dan eh, that we'll send him the link if he likes, and he can actually join us if he likes. Huh? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Wouldn't let's, that let's be so it. cool? All right, so let's let's get that going. While we do that, next to me, yes, you see, correct? So this is Tommy from Celebrate Africa. Welcome to South Africa, buddy. Man, it's so good to be here. Dwayne, this guy's bigger in person, so I don't know if you guys have ever seen him in person. But uh, really carry a lot of uh, presence, man. So good to see you. Dude, this is this is like next level. So you came with coffee, and uh, you blessed me with some coffee. Yeah, and your son made us coffee. So That's I mean, so cool. it's a whole full circle of love here. But I've got something else for you. What? What is this? I promise you, I'm going to have it. Yeah, it's a surprise box today. Is this dry horse? Yeah, I see now, bro. This is my love language right here. Dude, look how much you grew me here. You've got, it, did you make this stuff? You've got kudu. That's all our, 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 our game that what? we shot. It's kudu. You've got rooibok. You've got blowvilla beers. All of this. And the rooibok was shot by my boy himself. I promised you I'll have it ready. You did, bro. There oh, you go. No, this is awesome, bro. So, so say that again. This is kudu, kudu rooibok, impala. And how do I know the difference? Um, well, I can tell you the difference, but you wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, well, we just got to sort that out before I go so I can understand. Well, I do think before we go in here, just for the sake of people watching, you got to have a taste because I want to see if you can tolerate that. No, no, I can tolerate that. Okay, so stuff. that is cherry. You're having cherry kudu. Let's see. Let's see. You mean cherry kudu? It's it's like in cherry in, into the druvors of the kudu. Let's check the red in it. It's beautiful, man. It's good, huh? It's absolutely. It's like chutney. That's like chutney. Yeah. Well, you are stocked. Well, you are so stocked. I'm going to be eating the whole time. You can eat so as long bad. as you say hello now and then. We're going to actually pop. Everyone. We're going to pop this uh, this link through all the way there to the states. Dan is still there, isn't it? Yeah, he's still there. He just. Oh no, he's actually about to grab grab lunch. So you can't join us. Well, let's send the link and he'll he'll join at lunch. All right. Well, let's see. Anyway, Tommy's in studio with me for the next hour up until 8 o'clock. And uh, we're going to listen to some awesome songs. Uh, and uh, all of them will probably be by a group called Celebrate Africa. Makanaka, Hallelujah, Home. We've got all of them lined up for you. It's on the log in front of me. If you want to ask Tommy any questions, please come on, do so. Go right to Facebook and send us those questions. Or... 
uh, go to WhatsApp. We are ready for you. We wanna we wanna get this going. How's things um How's things going in your life? No, it's going very good, man. I mean, uh, just good to be here with you. Good to be with everyone on air and those of you joining. Super pumped that you're here, and uh, just excited to spend the night with Dwayne um, or spend the evening with Dwayne. That sounds better. But things are going well, Dwayne. Very good, man. Now, now that you've given me this uh, Borovos and Drivos, uh, things are <laughs> things are turning out to be, uh, you know, it's going to be a good week. Saturday Africa, what's happening with the group? Uh, with what are you guys busy with? Why are you yeah? Yeah, so man, we had so last week. I think I sent you a clip. We were in Ghana, and um, what a clip! And with with my other brother John. So you haven't met him yet, but I mean, guys, it was really cool. We we there was a uh, I think thousands of young people. And it was about 2 a.m. We'd been worshiping for maybe about, you know, from midnight onwards. And they had to shut the, the room down that we were in. And there's people jumping up all over the place. And it's just like revivals breaking out. And uh, they had to shut, the shut it down and send everyone out. Anyway, when they send people out into the streets, they continued to worship. So it, it literally looks like a, uh, a protest. Mm. <laughs> but it's not a protest. It's Love a it. worship test. Love it. And uh, and it's, so anyway, it's it's been awesome. We've been in Ghana. And then uh, we're working on four new tracks um, and a five, a bonus track. So pretty much five together. I was with Dan uh, up in Alabama. I don't know why we were in Alabama. But there's we were in Alabama. And we've been working on five new tracks. So we're really excited about what God's doing. Uh, great collaborations. And yeah, we, 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 we don't want to stop. Well, I can tell you this, Makanaka hit my school by storm. I think it was a theme song of our school for, for more than a year. And up until today, that remains the go-to song. If we, we, we just want to break free in the spirit. Um, we've got something at school called a freak-out session. Mm -hmm. So kids can be actively involved in their classes until the music starts playing out loud in the auditorium. Then they can jump up and they can run to the auditorium. It is my way of just releasing the tension. The academic attention. Um, Makanaka is my go-to song. And that helps release tension. You don't understand. That's great. Like your next level. Oh. Like, Well, check the, on your, your phone there. I'll send you the link. Maybe you can forward that link to your brother. It'll be so awesome if they can actually join us um, on on Facebook or wherever. If you can if you, if you can actually just follow that link, I'll pop him in right here. Perfect. All right. So anyway, um, what brings you back to the continent of Africa? Yeah, so good. So a few things. Uh, we're actually having a... Um, had my first meeting with a potential new publisher today, which is really cool. So Ooh. just exploring, like, how else do we do this? Um, how, how else do we empower a lot of young writers and musicians? And so we're talking with people in Bulawayo. We're talking with people in Ghana. And because I think there's something about Africa right now where the collaboration, the sound of collaboration, Ooh. is it, it's, 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 like a, it's like a wave that's, that's here. And so, so we're excited about that. We're, we're focusing on collaboration. Um, and then obviously coming home, you know, coming home to Africa is always, you know, it's, it's, it pulls at heartstrings. So it's always good to be here. Coming home. <laughs> coming home. That's, that's what it is. So, so yeah, so doing that. And we're going to be up in Zambia for a little bit. Um, we're helping with a little forum conference up there. And then we'll be uh, back here in September for two months. Um, and so we'll definitely come by and hang out. Please do. Do some stuff. So, yeah. But God's moving on the continent of Africa. And it's not about is revival going to come. It's it's here, and I think that's what's exciting about uh, all the stuff that we're doing here. What I actually want to touch on is um, Tommy. You said something very profound now because this is the, the 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 second person in three weeks that comes from the states that look at South Africa, that look at the continent of Africa, and you see a different spiritual angle 
than us that is, I don't want to say stuck in the country, but we take our ways so for granted. We take our way of church so for granted. There's something in the in the in the spirit that pulls you back. What is it that that you guys are referring to when you say there's something happening in Africa? Uh, I mean, it, you know, I, I can say it in a few ways, but I would say the one thing is that people's hearts are being stirred. No matter where you are, when you talk about the power and the love of Jesus, there's an openness and there's a hunger. Mm. And, and hunger can't be manufactured. Mm. So you can't go to your son and say, you must be hungry. Like, mm. like you, can't, you can't say, today I'm going to do 10 things to be hungry. You're either hungry or you're not. And I think there's a hunger um, in Africa, in different tribes, in different countries and continents. Sorry, our continent that's saying we're hungry for more. And it doesn't have to look a certain way. We just want more of God. We want to see his kingdom come. And so whether you're speaking to, like I spoke to a waitress today, she was serving me coffee and I said, hey, um, can I pray for you? And I uh, told her about her son, like, and she just like exploded. She was like, I, yes, hundred percent. And I think there's a hunger that is, is organic and it's innate to Africa. And it's not something that's forced upon us. There's just a hunger. And I think where there's hunger, God meets us with his glory. So that's, I can say, that's kind of one way of putting it. All right. So then, of course, also right here on, um, uh, on the internet, we've got a guest all the way there from America. Would you like to introduce our guest? <laughs> okay. We, we have, we have yeah. my brother uh, who is single, Dan DeFong. <laughs> How's it, guys? How's it? I am single. I'm here. I'm involved. How are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's the second can, time you can... introduce him like that, right? No, I know. Hey, <laughs> my we, single we're... brother. Listen, we are on many missions, right? We have the mission of the Great Commission, and then we have the mission of getting my brothers married. <laughs> <laughs> it's a worthy mission. It's a worthy mission. So just keep your eyes out, keep your hearts out, you know. Hey Dan, Dan, this guy, do you see all the Borovos he gave you? No, Check. I didn't see that. He's giving you Borovos. This is what I arrived to on set. Oh man. Listen, now you're making me hurt over here in the States. I'm I haven't had Borovos in my mouth for some time now. Well, I'll have to send you guys some then, huh? You have to text him back. Why aren't you? Yeah. Why is the two of us yeah and you not? I didn't get the memo. Hey, eh? listen, I didn't get the WhatsApp from the group chat. Well, we've been planning this for about thirty minutes, so <laughs> <laughs> this Yo, was so what spontaneous. Is... We didn't plan this at all. But it's the second time around that I see the back of your car, though. No, listen, this, it's, it's become a tradition, Dwayne. Every year we must at least do one car interview. <laughs> you know, the, previous, the previous interview was also in this car. It so was. This is a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> Well, guys, listen, I just wanted to say hi. I've actually got to run, but I just wanted to pop in and say hi. And I wish I was with you guys, but I will be in Africa soon. And next one, let's just let's just lock it in here. Next one, I'm with you, lads. All roads lead to Not just, not just in, in studio, though. We've got the bry. We've got a bry no, proper I'm, meat. Yeah, I'm there. I'm saying no more. As long as we have some tong to start us off, I'm good. Some what? Some tong? Bolton. Some tong. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, that will have. I thought you said tong, like in tongue. You on your own there, buddy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, sweet right, guy. Well, good to see you guys, and thanks for letting me jump on for a bit, and I can't wait to hear what the rest happens. We've got, we, we got to get some samples over to you later, but anyway. We'll get some samples to Dwayne. Yeah, yeah, Lots yeah. is coming. Please Lots do. is coming. Perfect, right. and I'll air it on radio. I promise you that. Blessings, buddy. Chat later. Hey, bless you guys. Yes, yes. Anyway, do you guys get along very well? Oh man, we, we have a great relationship. And you've got a third brother. We have four. Oh my. So there's four of us. So but I four. don't know two. Uh, you only know two. I don't know which ones you know, but you know two. But um, 
yeah, so all of us are connected. We've actually, we're actually pretty good friends. There's Dan. Um, yeah, those are, I mean, those are all guys that we work with on different occasions, but yeah. Um, I'm still the only one that's married, so still the only one. That, that's why we're on a mission. There's a double mission here. <laughs> well, get them back to South Africa. I've got a few uh, godly girls lined up on this side. Just get Dania. Yeah, that's okay. So, so that that'll be the bride, right? That'll be so the bride. The interview. And yeah, the yeah. Bri and then, I, I think that'll be cool. Yeah, no, but we've always been close. Uh, we, we grew up in ministry. We grew up in Zimbabwe together, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty special thing to be close with your brothers. All right, so I think what we should do is I'm going to try something for the first time. I haven't got a clue if Facebook is going to kick us off, though. But I, I reckon I've got the artist with me. So let's see what Facebook does. I want to try and play your a music video. Let's try it. On Facebook. Let's do it. If, if Facebook kicks us off, Facebook, I've got the artist here with me. So come on, give us give us a bit of a break. So I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play a song called Makanaka, and we're going to get back to Makanaka right after the song. I'd like to hear from them, um, from him, exactly where Makanaka came from. And um, yeah, please don't go anywhere. This is, uh, this is Makanaka, Facebook style. So that was never done before on Facebook here yeah, on Radio Pulpit, but so awesome um, to do it with you guys. Um, I'm, I'm just I'm just excited about whenever I spend time with you guys. You are what what inspires you, dude? What inspires us, man? I, I um, it's probably the same thing that inspires you. You know, I think when uh, when I think about um, when I think about the potential and how God sees, and I'll always come back to Africa. When I think about how God sees our country and our um, our nations and this generation, it uh, and 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 you you get these musical pictures, but then you see kind of how how these young lives and these young destinies can literally shape the world. I think mm. I think that gets me up every morning. And mm. and why not? What what else can you do that's better than to inspire them? So I, when I see your kid out there serving us coffee and hanging, I'm like, what's on his life? How do we see everything that God has for him explode to life um, so that he can also be a change agent? So I, I don't know. I think the next generation really inspires me. Um, you are from the U.S. Uh, well, you, you live in the U.S. now. And a lot of times we hear as South Africans that the U.S. is woke. <laughs> Please give us a bit of an explanation on how woke is the U.S. right now. I don't know if I'm the one to explain wokeness in the U.S. Uh, uh I don't know, Dwayne. What, what? What? Let me ask you this: What do you actually hear about the wokeness, and then I can kind of, kind of add to it. Well, we we we, <laughs> we we just hear that the world's going rogue. We just hear that the gospel is being turned to suit people's lifestyles. The scriptures that 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 reprimand people are those that's being ignored. Um, uh, we we hear um, big church organizations, without mentioning any names on a national radio station, that are, have now just adopted different marriage policies. And um, these things are not common in South Africa as yet. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think when you look at, when the church starts to try and suit the preference of man instead mm. of the principles of God, mm. then you you start changing things to meet you know the passions of people. Mm. And I think it's easy to do that because how many times? I mean, let's just let's just bring it right home, right? How many times do we as people go, "Hey, people are going to really like this. Let's do this. Mm. People are really going to get affected by this." Uh, and appreciate this. Let's let's do this kind of approach. I mean, it's it's so easy to get into a seeker sense of generation, uh, but I think you know when we keep coming back to that's why 
I love I love what you always talk about, which is spending time in God's presence, right? Mm. How do we how do we get back into God's presence? Because when you do that, um, I think our appetite changes. The mm. things that we desire change. Because when 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 you sit in, sit in the presence of God and you say, Father, show me who you are, show me how you see this situation, show me how you see this person, show you how me how how you see the school, all of a sudden the desires that we did have. Guess what? They get shaped into God's heart for the situation as opposed to our feelings. And so no, no matter where you do that on a, on a national scale, if you do that on a church level scale, or if you do that on an individual scale, I think we're all prone to say, hey, my feelings are so much more important than God's perspective. And once you start doing that, then, you know, there's no end to your feeling, right? Well, I feel like this today. I feel like this tomorrow. Mm. So, Yeah. Uh, that, that's why I've been telling people is keep coming back to spending time in Jesus' presence. At the conference in Ghana, there was a girl that came up to me and said, hey, if you had one piece of advice, sure. just one, mm. what would you say if I want to keep my fire alive? And I said, make sure that every day you're spending time in his presence and you're just saying, Jesus, speak to me. That's it. You're not trying to warfare. You're not trying to like cast out demons. You're not trying to like fire, fire. You're just like Jesus. Show me your perspective. Show me your heart. And I think without that, it's so easy just to get your feelings in front of his desire. So um, I've noted that when you guys spend time in Africa, you, you tend to spend time amongst the vulnerable, amongst the, I don't want to say uh, poverty. I don't know if that's the right word, but you tend to spend time with the needy. Is there is there a calling in your heart to be there for those in need? What What, what? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll come back to the way that we were raised. So we were raised in church, um, but we didn't really have a a separation from society standards or so, how do you say society spectrums. Mm. Um, there was no class in our mind because you know our family was there to serve people, no matter what creed, race, background, color. Um, or, or, or affiliation. So it, it didn't matter if someone had, you know, our, our family brought everyone in like, like it was home. They made everyone, we, we serve people as though they were part of our family. And so um, I don't think it's about just going after the poor or the needy or just going after the higher echelon people in terms of society. I think it's more about just, Hey, who, who's around us? Who, who's, who's around us and who do we get the opportunity to serve? So I'd say that's more about it than specifically we feel called to, you know, people who are who are less fortunate it's just more like who's around us and how do we serve them let's get back to makanaka that just yeah. played makanaka makanaka yeah. i think i've said this before uh but but you know zim right anyone watching online knows knows about the northern cousins in south africa <laughs> uh, and you know i remember we were going through a really tough time in the country and uh, i think about 10 of my friends had lost their jobs um few of my friends had lost their fortunes. So everything they'd saved overnight. Um, we had 90% unemployment at the time. I still think we have, you know, pretty bad unemployment. And every conversation we went into, Dwayne, every conversation at a coffee shop, in a taxi cab, it was, man, things are really, really tough. Things are hard. And you could you could almost feel like the oppression, like a blanket. It was like you you felt like there was this like blanket over the whole country. It was like, man, this just feels low. And I said to Dan, I said, man, we got to write a song that ushers in the supernatural joy of God. Because if his joy is truly our strength, 
then and we're, then we're not seeing enough strength around because there's not a lot of joy, right? I mean, you know how strong you are by how much joy you have. Mm. And, sure, and, and so and so unless you unless you're intently doing that, I mean, the atmosphere is going to crash on you. Mm. I mean, think of all the all the mental illness and the um, the depression that's like taking our youth by storm. I think it's because of a lack of joy, not because of a presence of depression. Mm. And so I'm saying, OK, Dan, how do we usher in to where everyone presses play or when they hear the song on the radio? It's like immediately they're like, you know what? I've got my strength back. I got my joy. I don't care the the fact that I've experienced the worst economic collapse in the world, the fact that I feel like I've lost everything, the fact that I can barely get out of bed in the morning. When I hear that song, God does something, and that something is bringing me back to joy. So I think that was it. We sat down and said, there's too much. We feel the weight of this. How do we give that joy back that God so wants us to have? And that was the start of Makanaka. So, Saronic, you just mentioned something about the help me if I'm wrong. Just the, the words was the, the the absence of joy is not the presence of depression. What? Yeah, yeah, no. So I so, so I think that the the challenge that we have is is not the fact that we have the presence of depression, but it's the absence of joy. I, I understand. Yeah. So it's very much like I've I've got this thing that says that darkness has got no existing right in its own. It's merely the absence of light. Absence of light. Exactly. Same same exact same exact parallel. I was in a, um, a, a very well-known South African um, um, artist and, uh, and writer, uh, Suki Kroch. Um, I was in her presence last week, and she said something very profound. She said, if you go to the schools where, where they preach rules, you may this and you may not, they struggle to keep discipline in those schools. Mm. If you go to the schools where you introduce people to a relationship with Jesus Christ, it's ironic because at those schools, they don't preach rules. But they introduce the kids to Jesus. And where Jesus is, there's discipline. There's godliness. And yeah, there's order. Yeah. And, and, and it's a different dynamic. Instead of using all of our energy and our breath on trying to teach these rules, use that same energy and breath and teach them Jesus. That's really good. Because if Jesus is there, discipline, order, respect will automatically become who you are. That's really good. Well, well think, I mean, think, think of that. What you said is if, if you focus on discipline – then you're focused on the outcome, not the connection. Mm. Mm. And, and whenever you focus That's more on the outcome than the connection, uh, then you can create religion mm. even with the right outcomes. So if my son obeys me because he's afraid of me, the outcomes might be okay. But man, we've lost a lot. How much people choose Jesus because they're afraid of hell? There we go. Not yeah. because they love Jesus. Correct. And we've done that in church, though. Let's just be honest, right? Yeah, that's true. But and, and it's not to it's not to bash what we've done. I think not at it's all. more about what is going on now. Mm. And and the move that you talked about, right? The move why you set up the school, why you did this for your daughter, um, why you are so passionate about seeing God's presence move across every city in South Africa. The reason is because we we know that there's a um we know that he's doing something new. So it's not about bashing the past. It's not about, all. okay, so God, what are you doing right now? And let's jump into that wave um, because it's it's powerful, man. All right. Um, 
I'll quickly just want to acknowledge a few people that's that's uh, joining us this evening on our social media. Uh, Tammy Ritchie saying hello. Rina Jacobs, hello Rina. Uh, Jessica Clue says uh, hello, guys. Carl Thruv, this is the CEO of Radio Pulpit. He is saying good evening, gents. Enjoy your chat. Very interesting. Uh, LZ Donaldson, <laughs> she says, is he really single? Yay. <laughs> I can confirm that. LZ. Uh, Jessica Clue says, loving this. Daphne says, this is so well. Um, then Daphne also says and says that, uh, Tommy, you are this, uh, you are explaining the character of Jesus, and she says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Um, Audrey Cortes says, joy, joy, joy in my heart because Jesus makes everything right. And then, of course, we've got a very special listener this evening. His name is Chris van Rensburg. It's my father. Ah, oh, very good. He is hey, also, He's from Zimbabwe. Ah. Oh. So you're from Zimbabwe? <laughs> no, my dad is. But kind of. Yeah, 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 I am. So we're brothers. Ah, uh, that's awesome. We're actually brothers. Okay, so anyway, let's, let's quickly jump into um, Home. Um, the song Home, once again, where was that shot? Home was shot in Zimbabwe. Home. Yeah. <laughs> right at home. Yeah. Wasn't that done during COVID? It was done during COVID. And tell us the story. So again, uh, most of the stuff we write has has some sort of unction of um, not just, hey, let's do something fun, but what is God doing? So we really felt like during COVID, there was a lot of people we heard, and even ourselves, we were trying to get back home. We couldn't get back home. And God really spoke to us and um, basically said, you know, home, home is the journey and it's not a destination. And, and so many people were on this journey trying to get home, but it was like, no, actually you're, you're home, mm. you're home in his presence. And so how about we, sure. how about we write a song uh, where we help people feel like they belong, even when they're not, you know, in their physical home, because the kingdom of God is about belonging. When you feel his presence and you, you are in a community of believers, like there's no belonging like that. You can't, you can't, you can't. You know, you can't find that anywhere else. And so we're like, how do we write a song that carries home in it so that no matter where someone is, they feel like they're at home? So that's why we rewrote home. So Radio Pulpit is home to the song Home. <laughs> hey, uh, that's a little cheesy, but we were works. We were the first one to release the song you in South Africa. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. since then, we've distributed that to probably six other radio stations, but we kept the rights to ourselves first. That's good. So it was on my show. So if you are on Facebook right now or on YouTube, please go, go visit these channels. And um, we're going to play Home. Once again, we're going to try and do this live from... Um, from the, the platform that we're using right now. And then when we get back, we're going to continue the chat. So awesome to have my brother in the studio with me. This is Celebrate Africa with a song entitled Home. Here we go. All right, so I'm not exactly sure what all of those words mean. Maybe perhaps you can fill me in on that. <laughs> what do all of those words mean? You know what? We should probably ask Dan that. Well, Dan's not available uh, right I, I, now. I, I know, but um, yeah, let me not. Uh, we've got a lot of maybe Shauna listeners here, and I don't want to... <laughs> You still want them to listen to you? No, I, I don't. I don't want to give my explanation. Sometimes it may be uh, may have gaps. So we, we, yeah. Anyway, we get teased a lot. So all right. So uh, <laughs> so you off you yarn till Friday. Uh, between now and Friday, what, what's what's happening in specific South Africa? Are you just yeah for what, what's up? Yeah. So we're meeting with a new music publisher. I'm um, just working on some things that are you know just able get us to do a little bit more than we've been able to do in the past, just in terms of flow. We want to write more songs. We want to do multiple multiple releases a year and really just go after this thing. So that's exciting. 
Um, obviously, I have to go have Nando's, so that's on the cards. <laughs> um, Nando's. Uh, man, listen, man, Nando's is still is still my home, bro. You just had the real war, so you're getting them ticked off. I'm telling you, man, this stuff is amazing. Kudu, Blauvela beers, Roy Bok, you've got it. And you know what? What's great about this is that it's dry enough, so it's not like wet. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? It's, it's, it's super dry. So, guys, just so you know, Dwayne is incredible at <laughs> making uh, dry voice. So yeah, so we got that on the cards. I have a few meetings uh, just for impact meetings. I'm always looking at how we can help uh, better Zimbabwe. So we're looking at a few different uh, ways to do that community-wise. So yeah, that's it. So I'm pretty straightforward. I'm trying to scroll down here just to show you what you're eating uh, for the sake of knowing. Okay, so this was, uh, for interest's sake, this was my boy. So when you are having your Roybok. Oh, is that what I'm eating now? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. So, so he shot that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's 10. Yeah. Man. So that's uh, uh, the Roy book. And then, of course, that was my Roy book. Well, I, have, I have your son to thank. And then. That's not all. So that's a Roy book. That's a Roy book. So it's like not. Impala. I thought you were saying Roy boss. That's like. So no. this is a Roy boss. Roy book Impala. That's the Blovela beast that, you, that you're eating. So we're eating all of this. Yeah. And you're also eating mm, this lovely friend of mine, Kudu. It's beautiful, man. You know, meat here tastes so different than in the U.S. Actually, it tastes like meat. Yeah. It actually tastes like meat. <laughs> they, they, I don't know what. But it's actually one of the hardest things that we have to overcome in the persecution of the U.S. is just eating bad meat. It's yeah. part of our trials and tribulations, man. <laughs> trials and tribulations. But yeah, this is amazing. All right. So if you're interested, like, you said you're going to be back in the, in, in the country in um, two months. Well, in a while from now, and you're going to bring your family with, and you're going to be here for two months with the possibility of staying back in South Africa. Staying, um, yeah, at least within, man, that's not really public knowledge, but we'll, yeah. So that, that's the plan, right, Dwayne? Sorry. <laughs> that's the plan. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Sorry. So still, still putting some things together. Let's just have drivels. Let's just have drivels. Okay, yeah. that, no, that's no, no. fine. That's so, fine. But we do know if you get back, we're going to have a braai. Braai's, but then I, I think there's more. There's braai's, there's, there's, there's dreaming, there's events we want to do in Zim. I think we've got to have you guys come up to Zim. There's networking. There's networking. Um, and, and there's hunting. Now you're talking. So, yeah. I hope I'm invited. Do you have a lot of hunters who listen? Mm. Okay. Because mm. in the US, you've got to be careful. Why? There's certain people that just don't don't like the fact that hunting exists. See, you woke. I'm not woke. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there are people there that are woke. That... No, we're still South African, my friend. We still believe in Dio BS. So, so, I mean... You are South African, but let me ask you, what, what, what excites you about where South Africa is going? I mean, yes, there's problems. I mean, load shedding, but what, what excites you about where South Africa is going? I think, I think what is a dangerous thing for human beings in general, not just for South Africans, is we, we become complacent and we take what we have for granted. We tend on focusing on, on what is missing in the glass instead of what is in it. And mm. if you travel a lot and you see outside of South Africa, Things things on TV look beautiful in Australia, okay. But get to the country and realize that Christianity is non-existing. Mm-hmm. Go, go to these countries, and then you do realize, uh, despite all the challenges that we have with our with our government, please show me a country that does that does not have conflict in its government. We still have a beautiful country. We have a beautiful country, and I think the thing that that excites me a lot is we still have vulnerable people. If it comes to the gospel, um, someone. Very well known around the world and dear to our hearts here at Radio Pulpit is is Uncle Angus. 
Angus yeah, Buckingham. Yeah. And um, um, I have the, uh, the privilege again on Friday morning to be on the morning drive, and we're going to talk again with, with Uncle Angus. It happens every Friday morning. And Uncle Angus still believes in his heart that hope is not lost for South Africa. Yep. He believes that South Africa will be a beacon of light to the world shortly. And I don't know why. I believe it with my whole heart. A lot of people's running out of the country. And look, if God said you must go, I understand that. I do know that I'm I, I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready because I believe God has planted me here for way bigger things than I can even imagine. Yeah. But I've got so much hope for this country. Yeah. So you're not ready to go. You're looking at what is in the glass, not what's not in the glass. Absolutely. And you're saying there's so much hope for where the country is going. And, and there's also prophecy, right? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, prophecy can be weird because we've had, you know, we've had weird yeah, yeah, things yeah. happen in prophecy. But but if you look at really what's been spoken over South Africa, I mean, how Paul says to Timothy, war according to prophecy. And there's something about war, warring according to what God has spoken over South Africa. And we're in the right war when we do that. We're in the right battle when we do that. Yeah, look, Tommy, um, I often give in conversations with with elderly people, and I've got a lot of elderly listeners that's 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 part of my following. And a lot of people seem to say that um, in my days things were tough, <laughs> and then you get three generations further. In my days things get tough. Listen, I, I think I think let's just understand one thing quickly. Um, God planted us in this season for a reason. Correct. God does not make mistakes. Mm. So God wouldn't plant us somewhere just to see us fall to pieces. If God leads us to something, he'll lead us through something. And I, I do believe that every single human being in life need to understand the reason for their season. They've got to understand why God planted them where they are. Sure. If you found yourself in South Africa, God's not going to challenge you above what God can do for you. If, if, if you're with me, in yep. Afrikaans um, sales, I can't even words for soek as that before you it. You'll never challenge you higher than what he called you for. Mm. He will always be there for you. So I'm, I'm of opinion that regardless of where God plants you, you are there to bloom. Mm. And God's not going to make you, God, if you plant me, they'll bloom. Why don't you bloom where, where God where planted God you planted now? Exactly. And make the difference where you are right now. So I'm, I haven't lost my hope in South Africa. I don't know why. I still think South Africa is going to be a beacon of light to the world. Yeah, and we need more people like you who are speaking that narrative and who are, who are, um, who are consistently casting that picture. We have hope. There is something to stay for. There is something to fight for. And, and, and I, think, uh, I think you're doing that well. And I think in our surrender... I mean, I, I find it tough to have a vision, but then also kind of surrender it too. Mm. Because sometimes you can get so like anxious mm. about it. Like we need mm. to see it tomorrow. We need to see it tomorrow. And I've been learning in this season just to surrender. Do what I know to do, then surrender the rest to the Lord. Um, so that's something I'm challenged with as we think about the hope at, at, as well. Yeah, I just think one should be very careful that we don't create church and serving God. Um, um, like we treat a drive through. Mm-hmm. We want to pop in when we need him. We want to pick it up at the next window, but we don't want to live the lifestyle. I, I think that's that's very important. Um, during COVID, when when we when we connected for the first time, we spoke about about worship is not a, a time on your on your weekly program. It's not an event that you go to. It's a place where you stay. Mm-hmm. And I think as as Christians, we we got to live in our Christianity. Um, instead of going to church, we got to understand we are the church. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I've got a huge problem with people coming to church to receive. Mm-hmm. We don't go to church to receive. We go to church to give. 
And a lot of times people link, think that the pastor in the church is the one that needs to spread the gospel. He's only the initiator. You now on Monday need to go back into the world and continue that gospel. Right. And, and, and I think that is perhaps where we are uneducated. Um, my people will perish due to lack of knowledge. We are uneducated in what exactly is expected of us. Um, just last thing, because I'm going to take over the show and it's about you guys this evening. Um, Jesus asks Peter, do you love me? But Peter doesn't show Jesus he loves him with his words. He showed Jesus that he loved him with his actions. Jesus said, stop saying you love me. Show me by go feeding my sheep. sheep yeah. And he didn't give that instruction to only pastors, artists, um, singers, songwriters. He gave that instruction to anyone that says they love him. And we need to create that culture and that generation of giving, giving, and serving. And that is what you guys are doing. Yeah. Well, we're, we're all a part of it, and you're doing the same thing. And I know a lot of people listening on this uh, are doing the same thing too where they're at. And so as long as we keep that main emphasis, um, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's really going to be an exciting time, you know, in this part of the world. Well, I can tell you guys this. I'm not allowed to say too much and I'll keep it. I'll keep it to myself. But wherever, wherever Tommy and Danny, wherever Celebrate Africa is going, I promise you I'll be in the boot of their vehicle and I'll be with them. and I'll bring you all the latest and greatest because uh, I do believe that God's got big things planned for you guys. I don't know why. I said that last year when I networked with you guys, but I, but I sense in the spirit that there's, there's things happening through your music. Um, I can't explain it. There's things happening, and I, I can testify to that. I witness that firsthand every week when something like my Kanaka plays in my auditorium. There's something, there's a calling on your lives, and I believe that you're going to unite people around Africa, around the world, that still sees color, that still see different cultures. And, and just, just between me and you, being a child of the Lord is also a culture. So maybe we should stop saying, I'm from this culture, from this We are from one culture, and that's the culture of Jesus. It's kingdom culture. Yeah. Kingdom culture. That's right. That's no, beautiful. yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys, all that you do and your support. I mean, I, I'll, I'll never forget um, one of the things you said is if you guys stop doing music, um, you'll come find us. Oh, well. And so that there's a little bit of fear. Uh, you know. <laughs> now that you know my size. <laughs> now, now I know your size and how, <laughs> you know, how much of a, you know, uh, a rugby player you are. But, but honestly, man, like you said something that really changed us. You said, you know, some of the things that you are writing and releasing are wall breaker songs. Absolutely. And, 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 and we see unity when we're playing it. So that really spoke a lot to us. And so we want to keep doing that, um, uh, you know, as long as we, as long as we continually stay in that place of worship, we don't want to get, yeah, for us, worship is most important. And out of that comes, comes what we feel like we're supposed to do. So um, what I pick up, we've got, we've got a uh, six minutes left and then we're going to say goodbye. But what I've picked up about you guys in your music videos, um, in everything that you guys do, it's not about you. It's about God. And, and, I get the feeling that if you guys had to do a music video and your faces weren't even to show in the music video, you guys would do pretty okay with that. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter. My my mom was funny. She she said this to us growing up, so maybe that's how it comes. Uh, I think probably probably every week for the for a for whole life, she would point us, you know. And my mom's a singer. If you guys know Bonnie Deschall, she's great singer worshiper. She would point to us and say, it, "It's never about you, but it's always up to you." And so we grew up just Yo. like, man, so it's up to us. So it's up to us. It's up to us to share the gospel. It's up to us to share the light of Christ and to do it in a way that's not weird and strange, but to do it in a way that, that really does give him glory. And so, yeah, maybe <laughs> my mom would remind us that all the time. 
Yeah. Thanks, mom. Thanks, thanks, mom. You know what's weird? My mom is also listening, and I don't want to say it out loud because she'll say, "See, there's other moms like me as well." There you go. There you go. But that is that Thank is. Thank you, Dwayne's mom. Appreciate. <laughs> Her name is Daphne. Thanks, Daphne. <laughs> so eventually, in the end, we we do have our mothers that keeps us grounded. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> and they call a spider spider. <laughs> Yeah, we need mothers, man. All right, so just quickly in a nutshell, just tell us quickly, Tommy, uh, how much kids do you have? I have four kids. Oh, my. Four kids and zero on the way. So we're done. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're done. <laughs> you had to add that part, right? Yep. And now all of them? So 11, uh, 10, 7, and 5. Oh, my. Yeah, so it's a good two boys, two girls. So it's, uh, man, it's, it's you know, it's tough. You You meet people that don't have any kids and you're like, Man, your life has a lot of got a lot of room to do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, and and you're like, hey, I'm so busy. I'm like, how are you busy? How are you busy? I got four lives. Anyway, it's great. I love being a dad. <laughs> and I can see you do too. Yeah, my kids are. Yeah. They are my life. Absolutely. And you can, but you can see them and they carry such a presence. Like just them being in the room here. Man, it was such a blessing to meet your kids. Seriously. Like I want my kids to have friends like your kids. Just move back and so, come spend time with my kids. Is that your wife? Uh, uh, Zimbabwean. My wife is actually American. Oh no, really? Gee, I, what? I know. <laughs> Why do you have to say oh no? But I hear you. No, I don't mean it like that. I just mean yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, but you know what? She's lived with me in Zimbabwe ten years. So she's she's like she knows Zimbabwe. She's lived there. She's you know she's she's grown there in her adult life. And so yeah, but she's from America essentially. But you got a Zim ID, so I've got to, you know, graft it in. So you're probably going to have a laugh now. I think I qualify for a Zim ID with my dad being born there. You might. I've never been to Zim. What? Never. Oh, no. I've never been to a neighboring country of South Africa except Mozambique. Except Mozambique. And that was a holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, we, no, we, we need to get you exposed. It's fine. You've got a call to Africa, sir. So we need to get you... We need you to come up to Zim, and we'll we'll show you we'll show you the way that we bry. It's just a little bit different. Explain. It's a bit noisier. Why? Ah, there's just a lot more jerks, huh? So I know South Africans, you guys. <laughs> but it's, it, it, let me tell you, in Zim, there are so many jerks around the bry table. Uh, it's one thing that I, I I do miss about Zim all the time is around the bry. You know, connection connection explodes with jokes and laughter. But maybe I need to have more South African brides to see you. You haven't been to my bride. I need to come to yours. I don't go buy a bag of wood. Just to give an idea. What does that mean? Wood when we bride. Wood. Yeah. I don't buy a bag at a time. Okay. I buy 200 bags at a time. They bring it and they drop it off with a forklift. Because when I bride, my fire don't stop the moment the meat is ready. <laughs> the fire goes on and on and on into the early hours of the morning. That's where we finish it. So you guys just hang the whole night. Yeah, whole yeah. night, Poppy. That's it, man. Somewhere well, in the swimming looking, pool as well. I'm looking forward to that. So before we say goodbye, brother, we've got two minutes left. I'm going to leave the mic over to you for two minutes. And I want you to just go at whatever God puts on your heart right now. If you want to pray for the nation, you can do that. And then when he's done, I'm not even going to outro this. I'm going to greet you in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm going to play out with Master KG with um, Jerusalem. But... The next minute and 30 seconds is yours. So I'll just go with what's on my heart. I think if you're listening you know, to this tonight and you're tuning in, whether it's live or not, um, 
there is there is such an invitation um, in this season to to know Jesus in a way where he's expressed in your life. So the giftings and the things that God's placed in your hands, even the small things, right? Like you may be listening tonight going, man, I, I only have this, right? I can hear people saying, this is all I've got. I've got a, uh, you know, a small room to live in. I've got, uh, you know, my studies and this is it. I've got, you know, three friends and they're not even very good friends, Tom, but I got these three friends and they're kind of lousy friends. I, I don't know what you have, but it may not seem like much. And, and I really sense God saying that there is such a generation in Africa with a whole generation that has two fish and five loaves, whole generation that has seemingly these small amounts. And I see Jesus looking at this whole generation, you tonight, you listening, going all, all, all I have in front of you, if you surrender those things to me is a huge story and an adventure where you get to see thousands and thousands of people touched. And so I just want to encourage you today. You may have something really small and, and who's standing in front of you, right? Tonight, you may go to bed, you may wake up in the morning and you just say, Jesus, I want to know you in a way that I've never known you before, because the small things that you have were meant to express his glory. The very small, lousy friends you have, if that's all you have, pouring into them will give him glory. The small little art, art project that you have, the song that you have is meant to give him glory. And, and when we say to Jesus, Jesus, this, what you've shown me seems too big. The continent seems too big. Um, the, the people that I'm dreaming about seem too big. My dreams seem too big. All he's asking is just a small partnership. Walk with me. Walk with me, give these small things to me and I'll, I'll, I'll blow your mind of what he can do. So I just want to encourage you guys listening. You have very small bits. Uh, that doesn't matter, right? Look up at the harvest. God's got such incredible plans for you. And as you walk with him, he's going to blow your mind. You are so gifted. You're called to create and express the glory of God. And so I just want to release that over you tonight listening.